Welcome to the Shaker Score podcast. I am your co-host today, and my name is Ayande Joseph, and I'm here with... Hi, my name is Meg, and I'm your co-host. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, we're just here to tell you guys about ourselves, about, you know, core, score, what clubs we're in, our quarantine, that's going to be interesting, and also our community project that us and our score group have been working on throughout the year so far. So, Meg, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, well, I'm a senior. I'm in the IB program at Shaker, and this is my fourth year in score. Okay, okay. I like that. Um, my name is Ayande Joseph. I am a junior, and I'm also in the IB program, and this is my third year in score, first year in core. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> so, uh, what was what was quarantine like for you? Very, uh, you know, challenging times we all had to adapt. Um, it's been kind of a roller coaster. You know, some days are good, some days are bad. Mm. Um, I've had so much free time. I mean, not anymore with school, but especially over the summer, lots of time to try new things. Um, I did a bunch of baking, especially over the summer, making bread and stuff. Um, okay. So that was really fun. Okay. What, what, like a specific type of bread or just like, you know, just like some bread? You know what I, mean? um, <laughs> I did a bunch of like different soda breads. I didn't make a sourdough starter, unlike a bunch of my friends. But um, <laughs> it was fun, like trying different, like putting different things into the bread. Like okay. we made some kind of like cheesy bread and like baking Ooh. bread and stuff like that. It was fun. You have to make me some of that sometime. I don't know. Maybe I'll pick one thing. That's that sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah, it was good. How's your quarantine been? <laughs> it's funny because um, I heard. I think it was my sister told me the other day that like quarantine really has been one big month, mm. and I think I think that's very true because it's hard for me to even remember the beginning when we got those three weeks off and we were all mm. so excited. And little did we know those three weeks would extend into, you know, double digit months. months. Exactly. <laughs> Almost probably going to be a year, most likely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Yeah, uh, I just remember the excitement back in March. Like, woohoo, a break. And I doubt we would have been as excited if we knew what was what it was really going to turn out to be. <laughs> oh, for sure. I remember I had like a test like that Monday or something. It's like we didn't take it. And so I was so happy. But like you said, yeah. Yeah, I'd rather still be it. But um, yeah, I feel like for me, honestly, this quarantine has kind of exposed my weaknesses, like the areas that I really need to work on, my procrastination, organization, motivation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I mean, this is more towards the school area of the podcast, but um, I feel like it's just been harder for me, you know, to be like, you have to do this by this time. You have to do this by the end of the day. And, you know, especially since we have the um, no late, uh, no late work policy. So there's no points taken off if it's late. So I know that I feel like I have a cushion there, even though I should not be because I need to pretend like this is not pretend, but I need to act like this is real school and all that. Yeah, it's hard to get in the right mindset when deadlines are looser than normal. For sure. Exactly. And.
Do you like online school better than in-person school? Um, no, but there are some things I do like. I like the fact that I can kind of just like stretch if I'm feeling like stuck just sitting there in a way that it would be kind of weird if I just like got up and started stretching in the middle of class um in school (laughs) you know I can go and like make some tea in between classes and just Mm. like eat and like just be snacking all day no I don't actually do that I do too if I wanted to I could (laughs) yeah I, I see you I feel what you mean also just like I live pretty close to the high school but it's nice not having to actually like get there like you just get out of bed and then school is right there just kind of frees up some more time for sure for sure yeah I mean like like what you said about being able to kind of relax and I feel like that's that's also that kind of plays into my lack of motivation and attention in class because it's just like there's like a million distractions a million and one distractions you have at home and yeah. The fact that, you know, like, because when you're sitting there, you're like, oh, my goodness, I'm stuck. I have to listen, even if it's boring or not. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah. when you're home, you're like, I could listen or I could do something else. And, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, sometimes the something else rules over the wanting to listen to calculus. So, shoot. Yeah. But, the camera off button is a big temptation. Very powerful. Yeah. I I actually want to ask you how you like what you think about that because I know in other schools I've heard it's mandatory for people to, for students to keep their camera on. So how do you feel about that? I think I I think it's important to have your camera on to like kind of help out your teacher because I know like my mom is a teacher and it's really difficult for her when her students don't have their cameras on. But I also think that we have to respect people's privacy and like understand that like they might not want to feel comfortable sharing their like personal home life with their teachers so I don't think it's really appropriate for it to be mandatory what do you for think sure. yeah I mean I think you pretty much summarized it perfectly but pardon me because like I mean for anything especially for face-to-face interaction I mean, whenever you know someone's telling someone something else you usually want to see them that way you can understand that they're getting it and not totally blowing you off Mm-hmm, and yeah. so I think a big part of teachers teaching is in person. They can see on the faces of their students whether the students are getting it or not. And like, yeah, I yeah. know that like <laughs> I don't. I'm not want to put teachers on the spot, but like I know a couple of my teachers are like, "You got you guys are getting this? Okay, good." Like it's not like moving <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not like they really like kind of say like, "Okay, is everyone sure we understand?" And honestly, that it's obviously. It's the it's the it's the students' fault. It's not the teachers' fault because they have their camera on. They're doing all they can. It's the responsibility of the yeah. student, I think, to turn their own camera on. But like you said, yeah, definitely. I think that there are some people whose personal lives at home they might not want to turn the camera on, and so I understand that. Yeah, and then also if people's Wi-Fi connection isn't great, it can be harder for them to hear what's going on if they have their camera. Oh, on. for sure. So I, I understand it from a technical point of view as well. I didn't even think about that. That's a great point. Do you think that you have more work than you would have had if you were in person? Um, no, I don't think so. Because since we've had, we've hardly had any tests this year. And most of my work last year was just like studying 
for like five tests every single day. Um, so that's all gone, which has been really nice. And we don't have that same kind of like busy work, like kind of stuff we'd have to be doing in class. I feel like the work I have this year is generally more meaningful. Mm. Um, not to say that I don't have any, because yeah, yeah. I definitely still have a lot. But I think it's the stuff we're doing this year is feeling like it's more significant. What about you? For sure. Uh, I, uh, I kind of got to disagree with you there. I think that I've received a, a heavier portion of a busy work. And honestly, mm-hmm. I don't blame teachers. I feel like teachers feel pressure to fill up the whole 80 minutes of teaching especially since we're only seeing them two days a week, if that, some weeks. And so I feel that they're like, okay, this the actual thing that I'm trying to teach is 40 minutes, but I have this assignment here that I could give them for 40 minutes to work on. And so that's that's how I feel at times. And I've also noted, I I, I don't like being this person. I typically don't like being these type of people that are like, oh, I'm only going to do if it's worth points or whatnot. But like, I feel like as I've kind of gotten older and I've kind of, you know, gotten a more sense of like what you need to do in a certain class to do well, rather than what you need to do in a certain class to like, I don't want to say waste time, but like, you know, to like spend a a large portion of time on the work and all that. Yeah. So I feel like I've gotten a a good load of busy work. Do you think that, that's more to do with the fact that we're online or just the fact that you're in 11th grade and you're going to get more homework for taking like more challenging classes? Mm, that's a great question. I feel like that's more geared to the on- online because mm-hmm. once again, I feel like it's just like that they get teachers get to the six. They're so used to planning for 60 that they get to the 60 in their plans and like, oh my goodness, I need to add on something else to get it to 80. And so they add on mm-hmm. an assignment or two. That's just like a quick, not quick, but a little this and that so i feel like but there definitely is more work because you know i'm a a junior and it's ib which is you know automatically give you a couple more things or so so yeah 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 so uh what clubs are you a part of and like how is that working in the online virtual standpoint um well obviously scores moved to being virtual over zoom um and some other things i'm involved with i do um i play the clarinet and i'm taking my clarinet lessons over zoom um which actually is kind of working out well because my teacher went to do um some concerts out of state around a year ago so we had already moved to online lessons before the pandemic started so it wasn't a very hard adjustment and it works surprisingly well having like FaceTime lessons um (laughs) but then like the past two years I've been in a chamber music program but that's been cancelled and then like cooking club was cancelled so it's been it's been kind of (laughs) rough what about you yeah I mean I'm in this this weird club called score I don't know if you ever heard of it before but yeah so (laughs) had to move online for that and then also Mac scholars we had to move online which I think is for that is more beneficiary and kind of negative. The The positive mm-hmm. side is that we're able to have more meetings because, you know, we're not constrained to doing it during class, which I think was negative, but that's a whole nother story. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the negatives of it is that it's after class, which is, you know, a double, ah. a double-edged sword. But the fact is that we're not getting a lot of 
potential scholars. So the ninth graders, the 10th graders, we're not getting a lot of those people showing up because of course it's like, I just spent six hours, six, seven hours, 80 minute classes on the computer. Why in the world would I want to stay on for another hour for another 60 minutes? And I think, yeah. I think that, I think that's a problem that all clubs are dealing with. And I think that Mac scholars still needs a little bit more pondering over that and being able to get more people to actually come to the meetings. So that's definitely a thing that we need to work on. And I'm trying to see, yeah, I think that's about the two main ones, but yeah. Mm, nice. Yeah. How do you feel about this new like hybrid schedule? I was so excited when I first saw it that school starts at nine now, <laughs> but I'm really missing the longer lunch break and the 10 minute breaks between classes five minutes just feels so short it feels like so rough just going class 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 yeah it is it is very painful you are not wrong at all I mean those 10 minute breaks those those felt like 30 minute breaks and the 30 minute break we have mm-hmm. feels like a 15 minute break like I'll go down make some food and I wouldn't I will have to eat it during class <laughs> like I won't have any time to relax or anything but oh no yeah how about you yeah fortunately yeah like the way my schedule works I like Tuesdays and Thursdays I have one class then a free period and then Wednesdays and Fridays I have two classes and then my free period so I don't have like three classes in a row but my brother who's a freshman Mm -hmm. the new schedule means that he has basically four hours of zoom class straight and I feel so bad wow so he has no free periods and you have two um well he on Tuesdays and Thursdays he has oh. that like three classes in a row but on Wednesdays and Fridays he has one free period oh okay yeah yeah that's the same as me I have one free period and it's just it just makes it's like a stark contrast between Wednesdays and Wednesdays and Fridays and Tuesdays yeah. and Thursdays and like I'm not gonna lie my the classes that I have with my free period are definitely my more relaxed chilled classes and mm. so it's kind of, you know, it's like I have chemistry, then calculus back to back. So, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, that's not fun. But yeah, I have HL math and chem back to back. So yeah, that's that's not it. That's not it. <laughs> but I do like that the schedule is different each day. Well, I mean, like kind of because it just feels like there's more forward direct direction through the week it felt very repetitive before having the same schedule every single day that like every day was kind of just the same but now it feels like the weeks kind of go faster because of the different schedules for sure for sure like the fact that we have two classes a week once i'm on wednesday like i'm pretty much already over the hump well you are like and it just that is i would this year has zoomed by it's crazy to me I mean, it's probably even crazier mm-hmm. for you as a senior, but it's crazy to me that I'm yeah. about to be a senior. So. Yeah, it is It is very weird to think about. Like, how? how is there only one semester left? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So, uh, I know you told me that you're in SCORE. So, uh, why did you join SCORE? Um, well, I think I joined SCORE because I had really positive experiences when... Um, like in fourth, sixth and eighth grade with the groups visiting my classrooms. And I thought that would be something that I would really enjoy um, becoming part of once I got to high school. And I'm really glad I did. Um, 
for the community and just feeling like we're making difference, making a difference. What about you? Yeah, yeah, just very similar to you. Um, kind of a little bit different though, but my oldest siblings were both in score and my sister was actually a mm-hmm. core leader in her years. And so when they came into the classroom and when they would come home and tell their, you know, their stories of being in the classroom and all that, I just got heavily, heavily, heavily inspired and like really wanted to, you know, you know, I was a little kid. So I wanted to follow in their footsteps. And it's just kind of like Max Scholars for me as well. When they used to come to, you know, Woodbury and I would see them, I was like, I want to be there one day. And so, yeah, 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 I'm very happy and very proud to say that that has happened. I have you know, made it there. And I feel like it's just also, I love, I love working with children. I love going to the classrooms. I love creating those bonds with them and seeing them be so happy. And on the third day, they're yeah. being like, day and all that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is fun. It's nice, like going back to the same classroom each time and getting to build relationships with the kids. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so what did you like about your school group last year? Oh, last year, it's a great question. So um, I had a good amount of people that I knew beforehand, so I went in with some chemistry, but then I also had a good amount of people that I didn't know, so I was able to meet them, you know, become friends with them, and really create, like, an actual bond, and that's what I really liked about last year's group. For my freshman year, we didn't do too, too, too much bonding, so it wasn't like we were that tight of a group, but I feel like last year, we were definitely pretty tight-knit, because, like, we did some bonding, and we just, like, we all could, like, relate to each other in a different way. How about you? Yeah, I had a pretty similar experience. Last year, my group and I, we got pretty close. Um, And I didn't know too many of them to start, but um, it's been nice getting to know them. And I'm still, you know, like in classes with some of them now. So Mm -hmm. we talk. Yeah, yeah, same, same. (laughs) Uh, What grade level classroom did you go into? And how did you like it last year? Um, Last year, we went into fourth grade classrooms, which was nice. Um, it was my first time going into a fourth grade classroom. The last two years I had gone into sixth grade rooms. Um, so it was kind of cool, like seeing how like the curriculum differed for a different age group um, and getting to know younger kids. What okay. about you? Okay. Yeah. So I'm kind of salty because the first time, the first day one last year, I went to one classroom and then day two last year, I went to another classroom because they had to switch me. But then we didn't get a day three. So like, I feel like I got each of the days, you know, I got some good hours with the people and like able to bond with the kids and all that. But I feel like I was never really able to solidify that bond because, you know, I didn't come back a second time to see either class. So, yeah. 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 And then the pandemic started like right as we were supposed to go in for day three. Exactly. Yeah. I can. Ooh, feel so long ago, but <sighs> crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy. All right. Well, uh, what made you try out for core? I'm interested. Um, I think mostly I just really had good experiences being in school and then like with the Black Lives Matter protests over the summer I felt like I should be doing something bigger for the community so that's what mostly pushed me to try out. What about you? Okay yeah yeah so uh, I think I mentioned this earlier but my sister was a core member and you know mm-hmm. she she's pretty big role model of mine so I definitely was a part in it but also like you said I just had an excellent time being a score member and my core, my core leaders the last couple of years, they're like, yo, you should try out, you should try out. And so I was hesitant, but then I was like, yeah, I definitely am going to have a lot more free time with everything being virtual and all that. Yeah. So, yeah. And also, 
I felt like it'd be nice to make a change in the community as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are some uh, cons of being a part of CORE? Oh, I don't know. I guess it is a pretty big time commitment, but it does feel like the stuff we're doing is meaningful. So I don't know if that's exactly a con. Um, what mm. do you think? I mean, immediately what jumps out to me is the three-hour online Zoom meetings. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I feel like... Because the thing is, for the viewers or listeners who may not know, every Sunday we have a weekly three-hour meeting from 6 to 9 p.m. And so you might be saying, ouch, that seems very lengthy. And it is, it is. Let's, let's be frank, it is. But um, we, we cover a lot. And it's, it's more geared towards an in-person type of meeting. So the three hours, you know, obviously people would be at someone's house, chilling, eating, having fun, learning more about each other, bonding. But I, I can definitely say this. I'm about, I, don't know, I do not know about you, Meg, but I feel like Zoom calls being three hours is a little much, and I feel like maybe we should try to tone it down. But you know what I'm saying? But yeah. Yeah, it is pretty long. <laughs> Very long. Um, yeah. Would you recommend CORE to other people? For sure, for sure. In fact, there's there's been a couple, there are a couple members of my group who I've brought to the side and, you know, told them on private, like, yeah, you guys should definitely try. I think you have a great chance of making and all that. How about you? Yeah, I definitely think it's it's a good idea. It's a great thing to get involved in, especially if you've, like, had good experiences in SCORE mm-hmm. um, and kind of want to do the same role as your leader's been doing for you. Yeah, great. And it great opportunities are bared off of it or bore off of it. I don't know what the right verb is that. But yeah. <laughs> Has this year lived up to your expectations as a core leader? I feel like it's no and yes, but no in the sense that we are virtual and we have not been able to go into the classroom because like I, I think I mentioned, I mentioned this earlier, that one of my favorite aspects of SCORE slash CORE is being able to go into the classroom and have impact on the kids. And while this year we're not directly having an impact, but we're doing an impact with the project, which we'll get to in a minute. But I feel like my expectation was to be able to, was to, be able to lead a group, go into the classroom, have an excellent time, and, you know, prepare them to potentially be core leaders. And so I feel like part of that has been accomplished and part of it has not. How about you? Yeah, I agree. I feel like one of my expectations was that, like, all the core leaders would get pretty close. And I think we're, like, we're getting there. But it has been harder, like, not being able to see each other in person. Mm, For sure. For sure. So uh, kind of changing the topic, but what is our slash your project about Okay, so instead of going into the classroom, each school group is doing their own action project um, for the community. And our project is we are creating stickers to go in local businesses, um, which have a QR code to um, take you to a website we're designing with anti-racist resources um, so that the community can get um, engaged with these sources and um, kind of raise awareness about racism in the community. Excellent. That sounds like a beautiful project. Um, I wish I thought of something like that. So uh, <laughs> what would we like to combat with our project? What would you say? Top two things, top two, three. Um, I think we want to combat like the 
willingness to just kind of like ignore racism because even when people you know post anti-racist resources on social media people might just like scroll past them Mm -hmm. but we think that having these um stickers like prominently in these local businesses might encourage people to like check out our website um and instead of just kind of looking past say oh that's kind of cool let me just check this out and then hopefully they'll you know read more and then get more educated and um have conversations about anti-racism with their friends and family excellent sounds amazing so um i could talk a little bit about what we have done so far so so far we have narrowed down in our group um designated roles we have four committees within our group like four or so people each and each score group member that is is responsible for you know we have website creation creativity so actually like creating the design of the sticker and outreach so reaching out to the businesses so we want to reach out to you know mitchell's i even had an idea about for the high school because i was in there today this is kind of going off to- going off topic but i was in there today i noticed that they had a lot of stickers on the ground or yesterday <laughs> yeah and i was like that's great potential so yeah <laughs> anyways so yeah we've reach out to administration as well to try to get the materials for printing the stickers and all of that. But we definitely still have a lot more to do, but we have gotten good portion <laughs> done. I feel like. Yeah. So our next steps are to um, work on designing the website um, and also like finalizing our design for the stickers so we can get those in place. So that should wrap up our podcast. Again, this is Meg and Ayande, Joseph. And thank you guys for tuning in.